So welcome to another session of Me Podcasts, um, which is called Just Me. And this morning, or today, we're um, beautifully joined by John Meredith, who I met, I would say, three or four years ago in a, an event down in South Wales. John, who are you? We Obviously, we know that you're John, but, but who are you and what do you do? Hi, Sid. Thank you for the, for the invite to be part of this. Yeah, as you said, my name is John Meredith. I am the Diocesan Director of Education for the Diocese of Swansea and Brecon. It's quite an elaborate title, but, <laughs> but what it entails, it works work for the Church in Wales, the Diocese of Swansea and Brecon, responsible for 14 Church in, church in Wales schools and wider education across the diocese. Wow. So that's a brief explanation. But when, when I work with schools, we're looking at the management of the schools, looking at curriculum, looking at buildings, looking at school insurance, which I don't know much about, but I'm learning all the time. And it's, it's a very, very diverse job. And at the moment, I'm trying to plan an education day for June 2022. And then also I'm looking at a creative arts project as well to do with the gospel. So exciting times at the moment. Brilliant. And how did you get into that? I mean, um, what, what what was your kind of calling along the way to, um, to do that? I've been, been a teacher for, for over 20 years in various schools in England and Wales. But thinking back on my, my teaching career, I've been working quite a lot, Church, Church, Church of Wales and Church of England schools. Okay. So it sort of fell into place by by exploring what was going on. Because church, church schools are slightly different to community schools. There's more of an ethos on, on gospel values, on care and respect and love and all and all aspects like that. So I worked in those schools. Um, a few years ago, the previous director of education before me, she said, have you heard about a Farmerton scholarship? I thought, no, whatever that was. So I had time to work with the Farmerton Institute at Oxford University to study. And I did questions to children asking RE lessons. So I did a lot, but quite a bit of work with that. Leading from that, I did some consultancy work for the diocese. Then the previous director of education, she, she moved on to, to pastures new. I went to have an interview with the, with, with the then Archbishop of Wales. And I was offered the job. So I ended up where I am now. Wow, brilliant. And where did you start your life? Where, where were you born? I was actually born in Newport, in, um, in, a, in a private nursing home in, in Newport, then, but by, run by Catholic nuns. Wow, 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 wow. And did that, I mean, did that kind of lead you naturally into the church or...? or... Because for some people, sometimes they're growing up in a in a very religious kind of environment can go the opposite way, can't it? It can. So then, to some extent, yes, to some extent, no. As as a child growing up in New and Cumbran area, went to church, and my mum and dad they'd run the Sunday school, did bits with that, but 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 not a not a lot really. Did did bits then, and and just dabbled in and out, and it and it's. And as I got older, it started to grow and grow and grow. And at the moment, I'm studying something called Theology for Life, which is with the Church in Wales, looking at different how theology relates to our everyday life and, and currently looking at the theology and how that relates to contemporary culture. And I'm going to focus on the climate change debate. What does that mean for, for our theology? But it's not just the theoretical, but how what can we practically do as well? So it's, it's yeah, interesting. So I think it's grown over a period of time, yes. Brilliant. And what have you learned? What are your big lessons have been along the way? Because I know you've done lots of academic stuff and you've done lots kind of in the field. But but what have you learned along the way? The key is about relationships, talking to people. Right. That's your first thing. From starting working in a school, working in a classroom and working in management, different roles, you need to build those relationships. And when you build the relationship, you build trust, you build teamwork, you build that cooperation. 
and then you can achieve so much more by talking to people but underpinning for me that is you've got to have some sort of vision you've got some sort of vision to know what you want what you want to achieve and have the discussion with the people and when you have the discussion but you've got to then you've got to show some sort of leadership but leadership is not just about you do what i say anything but it's it's, it's that collaboration that discussion that, that working together will make a difference wow that's so brilliant isn't it and it's funny isn't it i mean it, and it, well, it's not funny but it, it is so true isn't it it's about relationships and i think so many you know whether it's a religion or whether it's a company or a community we seem to have forgotten a lot about that about that that relationship that we have not with us not just with ourselves but with each other too and that's key it's, it's developing that sense of community how we can work together because during the pandemic i, I found because yeah, the nature of my job, I could it could be isolating. So, so I work work from I work on my own, work from home. But I found it in some respect empowering by using the technology to work with colleagues more across Wales. I meet someone like you, said and talk to you. Could never talk to you. I talked to you at the exhibition, but talk to you in the contact via our modern communication devices makes a massive difference. And do you know what? It's really interesting, isn't it? I mean, I know that we met, didn't we, um, a, a few months ago? You know, down in Abergavenny, but. What's interesting is that we've got to know each other more by this technology. And it's really interesting, isn't it? I mean, for me, I love this technology because it's enabled us to have better relationships with people and things. Yeah, it has. It's, it's allowed that time to talk, that personal space where you can talk to each other. Yeah, and it's that you can have these in-depth discussions. And it, it, work, it works well one-to-one -one like this. It works really well. Yeah, and I think it's that thing, isn't it? It's that because kind of the younger generations, they're used to this, aren't they? And, you know, using kind of social media for good or for bad. But I think if we if you view this as a good opportunity to strengthen those relationships and have those relationships, then, you know, it can only benefit communities and society, can't it? It, it works well because people can be connected from so many different parts of the country in a short space of time. Rather than driving an hour or maybe a more, a couple of hours, you can do something, click on the link, and you're, and you're in. You can have the discussion with, with a person. You can you can develop so many ideas. Because, yeah, I've been doing that a lot lately with the Creative Arts Project and, and with the Education Day, which I'm planning. Talking to people via this. Yeah, people say, oh, they can show you things. You can share the screen. It's, it's a great way of interacting. But also, I must say, it doesn't beat meeting in person in some respects. No, no, I'll, I completely agree. But I, but I sort of think you know, the amount of people that you can meet and touch in a day is is just much more, isn't it? I mean, I remember you know, doing a, recently doing a session, and we had people from India, from Spain, from Portugal, mm. from London, you know, all around the world. And what was really lovely was that we realised that the issues that we were facing around, you know, parenting in lockdown and whatever are the same wherever you are around the world. And I think the more that we sort of celebrate that congregation or that feeling of communication and, and kind of congregation, it's it just makes life it's sort of more easy in a way. And that's what we need. We've lost that. We're, we're, we can be, we've got to be careful. The worst thing involves is to be too busy. Be busy, oh. busy, busy. But we're busy doing what is the question. There's nothing wrong with doing a lot. There's nothing wrong with that and being organised. But if you're busy, 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 and I'm not really looking, because, for example, you go for a walk. You go for a walk is a good purpose, but it's important to look as well, to see yeah, what's going on around you. Yeah, I really like that. So who and, um, so what and who has helped you along your way? Oh, family very much. Family's giving me inspiration, that support network, just to keep keep me going, give you that encouragement. And times I got, yeah, mum and dad, and two, I got two brothers as well. So you can have 
discussions about different things you've got so but also friends colleagues they are important you it's, it's a different sort of relationship as well so yeah so what makes a whole is the variety of interactions it's not just one or two but you need some sort of constant there so that so that that helps and someone who understands what you like i think a good way of doing it you can do it in a variety of um different contexts because I've always played some sort of sport. I played cricket, played hockey, and different things. And that sort of social group, or like that, that's that's a great way of, of connecting and, and keeps you grounded. But also lately, I found about part of an art group, and that's quite a diverse group as well. And I think, and you're doing a bit of art, doing a bit of painting, a bit of drawing, different things. But it's all those discussions within there that 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 helps, that inspires, and gets gets you thinking. So yeah, it's for me, it's building building sense of connection with somebody i think that's it i think that's what i'm saying and but you get some closer than others but i think that connection makes a massive difference then brilliant and did you get that from kind of early kind of childhood that sense of connection because because i mean i mean knowing you as i do you're very active i mean you know in terms of the community and the things that you're doing but i love what i love about you is that you you'll try something like with your art or you'll go to a, a drawing class or whatever and and it, and was that fostered from a very early age I think the key for me is opportunity. Given, lo given lots of opportunities at a young age to just do things and go and see things, talk to different people, experience a variety of things. I think that is sort of normal for me. Brilliant. Thinking, let's get out, well, we're going, we're going to do something now, we're going to do something different, we're going to explore, do and do this, we're going to do that. And always doing something. And, and, and by having such a variety of input, it makes you think, it makes you understand, value different things, but also it's that connection to doing something and being part of something. Because, yeah, because very much I'm doing variety of volunteer work and different levels from local charities all the way up to international conservation charities. That's about connection and sharing, doing things. Yeah, because I've done quite quite a lot, the Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games, those sort of things, but also local charities doing wildlife surveys and things. So yeah, it's it's just I think it's a variety of opportunities makes you makes you whole really. I love that. I love that. And I remember when I came to having a very few few kind of weeks and months ago, I remember you talking about the kind of you know the being one of the um kind of the, the helpers at the Olympics and yeah. how much you enjoy doing that. Do you ever get bored? I've got to ask you that. No, I, 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 no, I don't. I, I've got a low boredom threshold, if I'm honest. With, 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 <laughs> with, with, um, with. If I go to a talk and someone stood up there reading off every word off the slide, I do well to last five minutes in that context. I'm thinking I've had enough now. I'm going to go and 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 I'm thinking I'm quite good at reading. I can do that myself. So in that respect, I have got a low boredom threshold with someone delivering it in a, in a dreadful way. But personally, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to problem with being bored because there's, there's plenty of things to do. And there's not just doing for doing sake, but a key for me is people, what people miss. Rest is a doing word as well. You've got to, you've got to spend a bit of time, put your feet up, watch a bit of television, do something else. So, no, I don't, don't have a problem with boredom. No, oh, I'm going to use that one. Rest is a doing word. I love, love, love that. So, what obstacles have hindered? And kind of and helped you in a way along your route because I mean not everything's been plain sailing, is it? We know that. Oh no, because the, the the world is it's full of challenges and issues and thinking. Right, okay, you gotta you gotta do that. You think you're in school, you have to study, you get the past the exams, you got the work for that, and 
and you know, I wasn't sure what degree to do. So I ended up doing study environmental system. I wasn't quite sure it was the right degree, but it was the best degree ever when I got into it. But it was like at the right time, I put things together. So, the, so I think the biggest obstacle is to know what you want. Brilliant. I think that is thinking. I, I think if you if you're so fixed and think right, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. I think they're the biggest obstacles. And in some respects, you need to go with go with the flow and see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and just just find out what what is there. So, yeah, obstacles work wise, and you can move it around. You think at some stage you have to move on from different jobs. Certain people you work with, they won't give you the opportunities. I think that's what I think that's what I have issue with. So if someone doesn't give you the opportunities, it's time to look for different avenues. Then. That's so cool. It's a great philosophy that I really yeah. love. Yeah, so and, um, and how do you keep going when things get tough? What what is I mean, obviously you have your you know your faith, but what else is there? Um tough is that's that's I think you've got to be strong yourself physically and um, physically and mentally and keep yourself fit and you're grounded in going out what's around you, enjoying the, the nature and things like that. So that helps, but also I think it's that support network around what that entails family friends that that sort of network that keeps you and also it gives you the time for, for a, a discussion and a chat we're not all the same i think that's important we're not all the same it's time to have some sort of discussion explain what you think what you feel and go from there and and try and and try and be active in in a positive way not just for sake of doing it and doing things i think what helps i find like playing different sports, riding my bike or something like that, that helps. That sort of thing helps as well. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And what one word would you use to describe yourself? Um, creative, I think. Something like that. Creative, as in creative thinker, creative doer, and doing something. And, and not afraid to do something different. I know that's not one word, but it's, um, yeah. I love that. That's so nice. And that gives you, I mean, just that thought, isn't it, about not being afraid to do something, being different or to do something different. It's a really, it's quite a solid, solid feeling, isn't it? Because it's it's like you then look at, and all the things you're talking here about connection and opportunity and, and kind of doing and changing things, that gives you almost that personal permission to go, come on, John, let's just go find something new. Yeah, it is. It gives you that. It gives you that that creative thought, then you've got a bit of vision and think, right, I'll try this, I'll try this and try. I think it's being aware of what is around you. It's not not just walking, because one story I remember when I was um worked for international conservation in the jungle in Honduras, we used to go walking with the with the students and some of them said, I, I haven't seen anything today. I said, right, if you walk slowly, wow. but also look and watch for movement. And once they had got the idea of watching for movement, they saw so much more. Wow. Uh, yeah, just to be aware, we were some unbelievable creatures used to see over there. But I said, just walk, not too quick, don't stride there, just look for movement. And once you got that idea of watching for movement, you saw a vast array of creatures. And you thought, God, I didn't realize half these people were here, but there's so many. That's such, I love that. I've written that, I've, I've, I've highlighted that down as well. Watch for movement. Isn't that lovely? And that's the thing, isn't it? it it's like those opportunities to see, to hear, to taste to do whatever are always there you just need to kind of turn that little sense up a little bit and go come on let's just look for look for something like movement i think because in nature of working in, in a classroom 
you do that any automatically a teacher because if you're in a classroom you've got 30 children in the classroom you've got to be aware of what's going on around you you're not, you're not just focus on one or two you've got to be aware you may be talking to one or two but then you've got to be aware of what's going on around you Brilliant. So Brilliant. I think teaching gives people don't underestimate the skills a teacher has got. And they, 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 they've got so many different skills. I think I don't think teachers realize the skills they've got as well. I think, oh, I couldn't do anything else. Yeah, you could. You do so so many different jobs because you're so organized and you're so aware of what's going on. And you're gonna be planning, you'll think. Yeah, it's a very creative, very creative job. I think being a teacher has put you in in put you in, in good stead then. I, I did, you know, I completely agree. And I actually think that many people at kind of corporate exec level, kind of C-suite, chairman, chief executive, actually should spend a week being a teacher just to see how hard it is for teachers to educate the next generations of any country and community. I really do think that, John. And it's almost like we should just make that happen to get people to go into schools because teachers are absolutely walk on water, don't they? They're I think that's what I said about the low, low boredom threshold earlier with, with people doing presentations. Because I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I've been there, done that. I'm in a classroom. If you, if you, if you can't deliver, they're they having for breakfast, the children will, they will all sort they will not listen. They'd be, they'd be climbing the walls and literally all sorts of different things. So I think I think myself and thinking, yeah, if someone is going to do a presentation, do it properly, do it well. And, and also, I mean, within minutes, children know, young people know, of, of whether you can hold their attention and whether you're worth listening to. And if you lose it in the first five, 10 minutes of a class, you're very unlikely to get it back. And, and I've done that maybe many times. When you've got a hall full of 200 plus leading <laughs> that, and yeah. And I'm, I remember the, the biggest audience I had was Brecon Cathedral and Lever Serve, and it was full. There'd be four, 500, maybe more in there. And, you, and you've got to get that right straight away. Set the tone. Brilliant. That's so good. So what advice would you give your younger self if you go, go back to a 10-year-old, John? Enjoy every opportunity you can. Oh, how lovely. Enjoy oh. what, what things. You don't realise what things, what, what comes up. Just enjoy the opportunity to do something. And that can, enjoy the opportunity. And that just means everything. The connections you make, the people you meet, the experiences you have, different things you do. Just enjoy those opportunities. You never know what, what they'll come to. Yeah, you learn so much from them. That's so lovely, isn't it? And it, and it's quite difficult, isn't it? I mean, you know, we've got even more uncertainty at the moment with Omicron and everything else. But even in those kind of, even in the darkest times, there are still great opportunities you can have to use this as a yeah. medium to go and reach out to people and learn stuff and whatever. And that's what it is. There's, there's opportunities all the time. Yeah. We, we, we just adapt to situations and there's always a challenge or we always have challenges every single day and how do you and you think you, you need that time to think to reflect Brilliant. so that's why you got the, the rest is key not just being i like going back to what i said earlier don't be too busy do lots no one's doing doing lots but don't be too busy have that time for rest and time for peace and and do something totally different but it's, it's crazy, isn't it, that with, with all the technology that we've got, which is beautiful and, and very enabling, but we seem to want to get busier and busier and busier, don't we? And I, and I just kind of, I'm like you, it's like, well, hang on a minute. It's like, just take time. And I, and I love that, you know, rest is a doing word. I really do. That's, that's a real, you know, central thought for me. That's brilliant. Yeah, people miss that. They, they, they can be too busy, too caught up in their own thought. They're not seeing the wider words. Going back to what it said by looking. You can be 
And what other advice would you give to, to anyone, really? Just embrace experiences and learn from experiences. And as, as you embrace and learn from experiences, talk to people, develop that connection, develop that relationship. And by doing that, you can achieve so much more by doing it together than on your own. Wow, that's really lovely. That's really nice. And what legacy would you like to leave behind or love to leave behind? Um, some sort of legacy. That, that's that's. I don't know. I was thinking about that question before. What to say? What to? How to answer that? Um, a state of mind. I think state of mind. Legacy. Doing something different. Trying to some someone who's prepared to to do something then, and to act and do the right thing at the right time. So some, some, and, not quite sure if that's the right answer or not, but I think something legacy is quite a hard thing. What to do? I think, yeah, some sort of impact in the world. So to know you've been here, then rather than just a a dot and an anonymous dot, be part of making an influence and and working with people. I think that's the nature of a teacher as well. I think you make an impact with them, what you do, how you teach, and the interactions with different people. So that, I think the interactions, relationships, that sort of legacy then. It's really nice. That's really lovely. And and also giving someone the legacy would be then, giving someone else the opportunity then to do something and try something. Yes. I mean, do you miss teaching at all? Um, A little bit, but not not all. I, do, I, I sort of do it now and again. So I got the opportunity to do it now and again. And I teach... I would have said teaching a different way then. I think that I think that's what it is, is teaching and using skills in a different way. I've done, done some online lessons, done some in-person lessons. Yeah, I, I'll do the like the lever service with the children, do um, activities, art, art things with them as well. So, yeah, I think it's different because I think the biggest problem with teaching is all the other pressures. Teaching is, 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 the, is the treat and the joy, but everything else that goes with it is thinking, don't, I don't miss those, I'm honest. And, and what advice would you give to teachers nowadays? Because it is tough, isn't it? I mean, it, it's so many, you know, so much focus on results and, and whatever. What, what advice would you give to teachers in primary or secondary or any school? Advice would be just to think you've got a group of individuals in front of you, first of all. That's your first thing. They're all individuals. They're all different. They all got different backgrounds. You don't know what they've come from that morning. Make them feel welcome, make them feel important, make them feel special that day. So that's your first thing. You make them and then and think. Don't just turn up and think, I'm gonna do this off the top of my head. No, it's insulting their intelligence. It's not right. Plan it, but also with planning, also be adaptable and 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 try and make it engaging. And and I would say fun as well. The more engaging, the more fun you make it, the more they will learn and then and the reaction and, and you build that relationship with them then and they will achieve so much more it developing a type of thinking oh wow wow you don't hear that often do you it's coming that way education is moving more that way for me which i like with developing that type of thinking in wales we've got a new curriculum yeah it's good and it talks about ethically informed citizens of wales in the world and for me, that that's the way it should be. And we talk about creative enterprise individuals as well. So, so what I don't necessarily agree with all the Welsh government, but parts of it, what they're doing, the the theory behind it, and what they're trying to achieve is is, is the right one. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I like that we've kind of opened the 
the kind of the blinkers a lot more to kind of to be much more inclusive and kind of diverse you know i think that's really really good is there anything else you'd like to add just thank you for the opportunity to have a discussion with you a chat with you about different things it helps talking to people because it makes you think i think that's the most important if you've gone away you've thought about something yeah i think the opportunity to think to share and just have that connection that chat so i think yeah i think so thank you for the opportunity today honestly john every time i talk to you i always learn so much and i've the two things i'm taking away from today is rest is the doing word and watch for movement i think that is so those two i'm going to write that in your little biog i just i love that i really do and you're you're absolutely right isn't it it's about that connection and seeing those opportunities and and kind of watch for movement or watch for interesting things or whatever just, just be aware of what's going on around you run run this head down blinkered be aware when you go for a walk you see different things because i'm lucky where i am we go something called castle meadows walking castle meadows you can if you if you're watching what we were while you're walking you can see the kingfisher oh. flash of blue flash of orange if you've got your head down what's right you won't see it but you will see so much more when you start looking i love that john as always thank you so much it's always a pleasure and an honor to to chat with you and meet with you again thank you very much indeed thank you sir thank you for the opportunity you're very welcome